sometimes I'll even be like watching a Twitch stream and like maybe I have my notion up and I might be like slowly working on something, but I'm kind of like not really doing anything. I'm kind of just sitting and like listening to the stream and maybe chatting and like if I'm at home and I used to feel so bad about doing that. I'd be like, I'm doing nothing right now. And then now I'm just like, all right, you're just chilling. It's okay to chill. You don't have to feel like you need to constantly be doing something. Welcome to We're All Just Faking It. This is episode 18. Today we're talking about how school doesn't stop when you graduate and how to work on yourself as an adult. With us today we have Steph, Braylon, Blaze and myself, Dana. So um, in our last episode we talked a lot about Notion and unfortunately Blaze was not in that episode and I know that Steph is absolutely dying to know. How do you use your Notion, Blaze? I use my Notion for work, I use it for Twitch, I use it for the podcast, I use it for personal stuff as well. I pretty much basically use it for everything. I'm seconding that because I do the same. I actually have like a separate landing pad for the podcast. Yeah. A whole landing pad? I haven't even shared this in Discord yet. (laughs) (laughs) I need this. Yeah, you, because I, I mean, like, hiding shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, we need to find out what you're hiding, Blaze. Because <laughs> I put like links to all of our socials and stuff. I have like a way to keep track of how I like edit the podcast and I like move it from like recorded to like editing to done. Wow, so fancy, dude! I do that at work. Why the fuck didn't I think to do that in Notion? I'm like, I'm honestly intimidated. I'm intimidated. I bought, like, I bought that second, so I bought that second brain thing, and I'm like, okay, it's, like, it's great, but it just needs a little bit of tweaking, but everything's intertwined, and I accidentally broke something, but I learned how to fix it, and now I'm just like, bruh, I need, like, eight hours to just dig, to just dig into it, and just get it done, and I, I don't know. It's a lot of work, and then my brain's like, I don't want to. That's kind of what I did. I spent like eight hours or or like a full day basically just like watching videos, looking at templates and just like messing around with my own dashboards to see like what worked best for me. I did the same thing, but I started really simple for like my home pages and stuff. And like, I didn't use that many complex things. And then I downloaded a couple templates and I like, saw what they did for different sections and just like copied their ideas and didn't like use the template so i'm like slowly as i learn more about notion and like more things i'm like slowly changing and upgrading my stuff but i like started real simple with just like a lot of text-based things yeah, for the podcast, uh, well, for my own landing pad, I kind of used a bunch of templates, but for the podcast one, I completely made it from scratch. Isn't it so fun to do yes. that? It's literally the best. <laughs> it is. And then I'm working on another template for, like, my my other landing pad as well. I- I think the templates I'm most proud of is like my sponsorships one that I use in track. Like, and then um, I made a daily check-in one for work and it's, oh, I just want to stare at it because it's so pretty. <laughs> Whatever you sent me in Discord the other day, I, 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 I opened that video on stream and I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hopefully you didn't show your stream, your live people, because I had so much personal info in there, okay? No, no I did not. No, I did not. <laughs> You're just like, well, here's well, all Braylon's well, life. <laughs> distraction action though absolute distraction action i was like okay i think i made a stream marker to go back and look at that like in depth like blow it up on my screen i want to do that i I, maybe maybe i'll do that today i'm supposed to go to dinner with my in-laws tonight but maybe i cancel going to dinner and i just um overhaul my notion (laughs) priorities my favorite is my template because like my (laughs) I changed the name of, like, my to-do, like, dashboard to get shit done. Yes! I think one of the reasons why I love just the notion in general is, like, I have little reminders all over and quotes of, like, 
like things that like my therapist told me that I need to remember and like things that make me happy. And then so it's like, and like doing like that, like changing your thing to say, get shit done. Like it, we need all the extra dopamine and reminders that we can get. And it's like such a fun way to be organized. (laughs) Especially being ADHD. I, I have one giant reminder at the top of my notion for my, um, what is it for? No, like my main second brain notion, like template, the homepage is you can always grow into a new self. Oh, I love that. That is a very true statement. I've been using the um, gallery feature to add like little to-do lists and then also images and you need to have a title on all the little cards. So sometimes if it's just like an image, then I'll write like a little quote. So um, I just have like little reminders that I wanted, almost like affirmations, but. I think like, I think my favorite section is, I have it titled the week ahead, but like, I just, I basically drop anything that, like, I might need to do for the week in there. And then, like, sometimes I'll move it to, like, my to-dos, but not always. Usually, like, my week ahead is, it's kind of a mixture of, like, personal and Twitch and work stuff. It just depends on the day. It changes. true week ahead. Like, everything that you have to do. Yeah. I like having all my stuff intertwined. Same. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be I able just... to look at, like, a homepage that has, like, my work, my content, my personal. Like, what do I need at a glance? I'm, like, a big picture. I, I need that. to make a dashboard for, like, everything on one page. That gets a little overwhelming because there's just so much that goes on. I need it. I really need it, like, day by day. I'm still <clears> – <throat> I've come a long way, but I'm still getting used to, like, looking at a to-do list for home. It's, it's fine for crafting, but even, even with crafting, like I've kind of forgot about it. Like I had a project plan for Saturday and then I couldn't remember what it was and it was in my notion, but I forgot that I put it in my notion (laughs) and it wasn't organized properly in notion. So I didn't see it. So that (laughs) we're getting there. We're getting there. Baby steps. Yes. I love that. I do feel like notion involves a lot of it learning. It's definitely something that um, I feel like I'm a very much a beginner at and it's going to take time of utilizing it and watching resources um, before I truly know what I'm doing. (laughs) I guess, um, how did you go about learning Notion? Like, did you watch videos? Did you look up articles? Like, what did you do to do it? Um, I'm crazy. And I just opened it up and started playing with it. <laughs> I don't think I looked up anything. I looked it's at their crazy. templates. Hands-on is a great way to approach learning anything new. I, I watched YouTube videos and research templates for two solid months and then landed on one and now have to figure out how to make it for me because everything's like predetermined formulas. That's why I, I just... couldn't, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't use the template. I had to make it myself. That's how I learned PHP, though. You just get into the code and just start fucking with stuff. That's how I'm going to learn Notion. I got to learn the interdependencies of this template, and then I can customize the shit out of it because I know how to build it. I know how to fix it if I break it. Yeah, that is really important. Did you know, my sister told me this a while ago, but did you know that in order to, like, want to learn about something, you have to have a small bit of information about it? Like in order to say like, oh, I really want to like get into this, like you have to have, you have to have like a small piece of knowledge and it can be like anything. It can be like your friend telling you a small fact or you like read something in an article, but just like a little piece of knowledge and then your brain can run with that and be more excited to learn about it. That's that makes interesting. sense. Thinking That's why back I love TikTok. Like... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. True. Thinking back to how I got into Notion, like I... I actually saw someone that was working. I was in a co-working stream. Funny enough, I wasn't working at all. <laughs> I was just sitting in it. But um, they were working on their, their Notion page. And this was like months ago. So I was like, okay, I'm going to use Notion. I downloaded it. I started messing with it as they were also working on theirs. And then I forgot about it for like 
months just didn't touch it or anything and then you guys i forget who it was one of you brought it back up and it just like completely sparked my brain and then i got back into it and i haven't stopped using it yet so i found out about notion um from tiktok i follow a guy named jt barnett and he um he runs like a TikTok marketing agency and um, he's super cool. And I watch these, he does these videos where he's like a day in my life and he has these big monitors and he would have Notion up and I would always see it in his videos and I'd be like, what is that? Like just looking at it made my brain go, ooh, like I would see him using it. And then I started to see more people on TikTok talk about it. Then I saw Mama, uh, Mama Tamago talk about it and I was like, all right, we're getting into the Notion. We're doing it. Um, and I haven't looked back. And then I, it's funny because I, the more people who I find out use it, I feel like it's like a, it's like a barometer for like, do I want to be friends with you? If I like find <laughs> out you use Notion, like I feel like we're going to have a lot in common. I don't know. It seems like a very specific kind of type of people use it that are like, I don't know, just really fun. <laughs> I mean, every, everyone, everyone uses it. So like, like if you, if you Google, right, like what is Notion? Everyone. Project management and note-taking <laughs> software. Right, I don't know it's, anyone it's a, in real a, life. Like I keep mentioning it to people who I think would know what it was. Yeah, like I'm like, of right? course you use Notion, right? People are like, no, what is that? And I'm like, oh boy, am I about to change your life? <laughs> the internet is it's just crazy find find your tribe right yeah yeah so going back to learning how do you guys like what is your like favorite way that you learn outside of like work or I don't know like just like your personal development slash hobbies what's like your favorite way to get into new stuff uh hyperfixation but like, how do you start that? Like, what's the very first step? Like, are you just like finding stuff you see online or do you go take classes? Yeah. Are you going to the library? It's, are you like doing things in person? Usually... So I, I go back and forth with like personal development because there's all kinds of personal development. There's personal development related to like making your career easier or just like the job that you do. There's personal development that's just like fun stuff. There's stuff that's good for your brain and creativity. It's just... It's a lot. There's there's even stuff like you can just like learn how to clean your house properly, <laughs> right? And that's a very helpful skill to have or like how to cook. And it's just like the overall of being an adultier adult. So I kind of break it down by need. But most of the time I see something on the internet and then I'm like, I could do that. And then I go hyper fixate on it for a couple of months. And then I abandon it and never touch it again. What about you guys? Dana, do you, how do you get into new things? Oh, sorry, I'm just typing. Um, I'm not really sure, really. Genuinely, uh, people just talk about stuff, and then I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting. Um, or, like, I'll see something on TikTok, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't really interact with many people in the real world, like, if I can help it. Mainly just online stuff that I see, I guess. I'm just like, oh, that looks cool. Or... Or something that I've always seen like interested in but never really had time to do and I'm like oh well I guess I've got time to do that now so I might as well I personally love doing things in person um especially like before COVID and like um my town has a lot of parks and rec um free classes and paid classes that you can go do where you can do like dancing or pottery or like honestly anything there's cooking classes um and like I've always been drawn to stuff like that like even if it's something I may not be interested in I'm like let's just go try it <laughs> um so now that now that like through COVID I've definitely become somebody who's more like I'll see something on TikTok like I got really into roller skating um simply because of TikTok like exclusively because of like I saw people roller skating and I was like ooh, I want to do that that looks so fun so then I did it but I did I was so sad through my whole roller skating journey I was like if only I could take an in-person class so like I use TikTok to get me interested, get my feet wet, but then I want to go like in person with other people who are like doing the same thing. That's like my favorite way to learn. It's like, do you do like a lot of things then? Cause like I've I always wanted before... to do like a cooking class. So like go roller skating. I just don't, I just don't. 
before COVID, I did a lot more, but I definitely have slacked because um, I've gotten used to being at home. <laughs> and it's nice. And now I feel like my learning is more like less physical things and more like, oh, I'm learning how to use Notion. Oh, I'm learning how to stream because holy moly, if you want to go down a learning journey, should you start streaming because you will have to learn so many things. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I feel like I, all of mine comes from, I guess, like a need to need basis. <laughs> like I, I cannot think of any like just hobbies that I've gotten into randomly lately that haven't been out of like a need. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm a little bit like that too. Like I got into doing levy wanding for a while, which of course when you're, you have ADHD, like your hobbies come and go, like it's, it's, you know how it goes, like you're into something and then you're not. And so like for a while I was doing like levy wanding, which is like a raver flow um, toy and I like strictly got into that because I was going to a ton of festivals and like the second that I stopped going to festivals I was like Mer, I don't I don't I haven't touched it since and like same with roller roller skating got into it because of COVID wanted to be outside haven't roller skated in like a year and a half now so <laughs> yeah I fucking bought my roller skates for I think my 30th birthday I wore them once around the backyard where my husband held my hand to make sure I didn't break my 30 year old tailbone and then I never touched him again. Can we please go fucking <laughs> roller skating? Like, I don't want to go alone. I think it's weird. <laughs> I need, I used to live for going alone. I just went to the basketball court in my neighborhood and I would go for hours and just put in my AirPods and do that. But that it, my, yet. my skates got, honestly, I will tell you skating in, in the skate, in like the skate places is way harder because the ground is so slick. It's terrifying it, that like they always scare me, but skating on a basketball court is easier because it's a little rougher. <laughs> Have more grip. That's really, really, really good to know because um, like sidewalks suck. Oh, sidewalks are terrible. Yeah. You have to go to like a <laughs> tennis court, basketball court or something like that where it's, where it's like, there's no, there's no bumps. Um, yeah. But I... Like, when it comes to learning, like, the amount of which I learn better in person is crazy. Like, I tried, when it came to roller skating, I tried to, like, watch videos where people would, like, show you what to do, like, step by step. And, like, I just could never get it down. It was always, I'm like, I just need somebody to show me what to do in my face. Like, be here and be like, this is how you do it. And, like, yeah, <laughs> I can't, it's really hard for me to learn from watching a video. Unless... It's like, oh, here's how to add this bot to your OBS. Then I'm like, all right, let's go. What do I got to do step by step? Well, yeah, but I mean, step by step is still hands-on. So like, I am a hands-on learner. I learn way better doing anything with me trying it instead of you trying to explain it to me and then me trying to go and apply it. Is that an ADHD I, thing? It might like, be. Like, we can't process the information you're telling us and we need it's, to actually totally be the ones possible. doing it. Because I'm, I like, like, if someone gives me games, like, instructions for, like, a game, like, a card game, and you're, like, playing with a group, and somebody's, like, reading oh. the instructions, it wah, 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 yep. wah, wah, like, I can't process it, I'm like, can we just play a practice round where yes. you just tell me what to do while we're playing? I guess muscle memory is stronger than your memory memory. That like, makes sense, too. Do you have, like, how, what, how do you, what is your learning style? That's, like, I feel like the first step anyone should take if you want to learn new shit is, like, figure out what your learning style is. Uh, I mean, I just, I learn by doing, really. Like, I, like, um, step-by-step instructions are really, like, handy and stuff. Um, and, like, YouTube videos and stuff are really handy. But, like, genuinely doing the actual thing, like, being shown it and then doing it is, like, so much better for me when I'm learning because it sticks in my brain better than just like having words in front of me or writing down notes. like my notes are brilliant but the like I, I have to do the thing first one time and then do my notes the second time I do it because otherwise I don't fully learn it the first time and then my notes are shit for um. me it totally depends like what it is um, some things I've learned better hands-on, and then other things I've learned better by watching a video. 
Now, I will say, if I'm just reading instruction instructions or something like that, hell no, that's not gonna stick in my brain <laughs> at all. Yes. Yeah, so you're you're. How do you deal with putting together IKEA furniture? <laughs> the pictures. I hate reading those instructions. There's pictures and I instructions. That's true. I mean, also yeah. if it's that's like a step clear. by step. I don't it literally know. I is. I made that roller cart like last Friday, like in less than an hour. What is uh, what are some of the other barriers that might come up with trying to learn new things? Like, I feel like cost is definitely a big one, and then also like the likelihood of me having to leave my house is another large one. Chances are, if I have to leave my house to do it, I'm probably not going to do it. <laughs> cost, mental health, like you said. Uh, not wanting to leave your house. Definitely, I think also just like not knowing about things. Like there's probably a lot of things that we'd be interested in doing or learning about, but we don't know about them. They haven't ever been presented to us, you know? Also like time. Like by the time I get home from work in the evening, like I don't have time for like anything, it feels like. like and also do I really wanna, after working the whole day, finishing at five, getting through all the traffic, getting home, do I wanna go back out into the traffic to then go somewhere else to learn something? Exactly, exactly. I mean, if I'm doing something after work, I'm doing it right after work and that would be yeah. on like an office day and then I will go home. Once I'm home, I am home. Oh yeah. And then like the weekend, you've only got like, a limited time in the weekend and then like you're going to use some of that time getting to the place doing the thing then getting back and like it depends where you've got on but like a lot of the time I feel like I never have time to do anything else but the things like I set myself and like I don't know like is is it going to be worth it as well like when you get there like are you just wasting your time and then you're there and you're thinking I could have been doing this the whole time and this is actually not helpful at all and now I'm now I'm behind on this other thing and it's just yeah see like in my brain the alternative is doing nothing and then that is truly like the waste of time so it's like my problem is decision paralysis there's so many things I want to do and there's just like a limited amount that I can do it like right now but then I'm like well I really should be responsible about it and try to learn something that I can like maybe freelance on the side later i monetize everything no it's you're disgusting. out of control <laughs> i am i am out of control. even for our listeners <laughs> listening for our listeners listening yes. doing nothing is fine you don't need to monetize all your hobbies and you're no, allowed you to, to rest <laughs> what the fuck is rest what is that I feel, like, I, I feel like even resting, like I could be playing Disney Dreamlight Valley. Well, that's resting. That's resting. That's resting. Yeah, resting, right? But you're literally yeah, also Disney's allowed to sit and stare at the wall if you want, and there's nothing wrong with that. If that is what your brain needs, is an hour of sitting and literally staring, doing nothing, scrolling TikTok. That's fine. My guilt would never. As long as you're getting <laughs> your stuff done to a reasonable level, you don't even have to be meeting 100% completion rates. As long as you're at like an 80% with the things that you need to do, you're allowed to just sit and be a human. I'm trying to get back into like that that hustle. That's like I need I need a different that. I need a different mind. I'm back on a so place. Thank you, by the way, because you got me on loving my nine to five TikTok. And now we're just going to graduate that into, like, loving being a fucking boss bitch all the time TikTok. And we're just going to surround ourselves with things that make life not so hard to grind. <laughs> I don't know how I got to the loving my 9 to 5 TikTok. It, I but I did. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> well, I mean, to be honest, as somebody... I have an interesting nine to five, but I'm still, I would still consider myself having a nine to five. Like I'm not a freelancer and I don't work from home mm. and I love mine. It's great. It gives me so much routine and structure. It's so nice. Me, if I had just like yes. a job where I could do whatever I wanted, like, like it, I would never get anything done. Braylon will let us know in two weeks when she is on loving her nine to five TikTok. <laughs> I mean, I don't need the TikTok. I already love my nine to five. <laughs> See, I Doesn't work eight to five. Nice. It's too long. I just, I wish I had like shorter hours so I could actually enjoy some of the day because I feel like I agree. 
by the time I finish work I'm just exhausted I get home I've got to have dinner I've got to like do all the like things I need to do for the next day and then like oh look it's like 10 o'clock I need to go to bed I'm I don't I'm work like, a full nine to five so I feel you it's definitely very nice I agree completely the the nine to five is honestly a fucking scam and if you factor too in many like, hours lunch and travel time it's really like more of like a minimum 10 hour day for most people and yeah it's it's insane it's insane i am very grateful that i only go in two days a week to the office and i'm not gonna lie i hate both of those days but i try to make the best of them and be as productive as possible i did hear the reason our work days are so long is because like when when you had like men going out to work and women at home like um there was enough like because obviously the women didn't work at the time because they were like a stay-at-home wife or whatever they had all the time to do all the chores and everything so like the hours made sense in in the fact that like you didn't have to go home and then do housework you didn't have to go home and then cook for yourself but like now everyone's working those hours and you still have to somehow like get all your cleaning done feed yourself do extra activities if you you know if you have time and like yeah I just feel like people decide things like like years and years ago before like any of us were even born and then like instead of thinking like hey maybe like we should adapt this now like we changed it for this reason now let's change it back because we're, we're doing better now it doesn't happen and then we're like the, then they're like oh millennials gen z they're like they've got all these mental health problems like yeah there's a Did reason you know need some change Did you know that in the united states and don't 100% quote me on this. I'm like 90% sure on the accuracy of what I'm about to say. Henry Ford created the 40-hour work week. That's the part I'm not 100% sure. That. But did you know that you can look up articles from newspapers from when that came out, and people literally said, this is the most un-American thing I've ever heard of. This is going to be the collapse of society. This is our downfall. Like, people rioted when Henry Ford introduced a 40-hour work week. People were like, what does it even mean to live anymore? What is even the purpose? And that was, like, in 19-whatever, 30s, I have no idea, a really long time ago. 1926. Yeah. It's industrialization for you. They literally, but like, there's literally snippets of articles where people are like, and this is the collapse of society. Like, just wait. You know, honestly, that's why I love work from home so much. Because if, if I, it is nothing for me to throw in a load of laundry and swap it to the dryer in between phone calls. Like, people take that same amount of time to go smoke a cigarette, to go for a walk around the building, to go get lunch, to chat with their coworkers to piss around by the water cooler. Like, we take way more time dicking around in the office socializing with people than we do actually getting work done, I feel. There are times people come to my desk and I love them. I do. They're great conversations and I'm glad that I'm building relationships with people. I said that with the, as little sarcasm as I possibly could. <laughs> I heard that twang. <laughs> no point in being in the office other than to socialize with people. I, I, I just like working from home is is tits. I've been working on getting up earlier. I feel like the earlier I get up, the more of my day I can actually enjoy. And if work is like all of my work using air quotes here is done by like 2pm. Am I done with work? No. But can I, you know, maybe go get a couple of things done? Like I like having that flexibility, like take an hour off here and there. And if you finish at 7pm, it's not a big deal because you got done all of your housework excuse me, during the day. I what know. I can imagine now like is Steph on. talking to people in real life, like at her desk thinking, I could be doing a load of washing if I was at home right now. <laughs> literally, literally. My colleagues and I commiserate with one another being in the office because it's so funny. Like we go in and it, if like the executives have a meeting, every single door in that building is closed. What was the point of me coming in? All of my meetings are virtual. It is, it is not often I sit in the conference room with people. It's insane. <laughs> I have to work in, a, in, like, I have to go to work. Like, my job I can't do, like, from home. But we have people, like, in our customer service that can work from home. But, like, our company is trying to force people to come in, like, I think three days a week or something. Um, and they're always, like, complaining, like, it's either too cold or, like, this is wrong, that's wrong. And, like, 
they don't want to be here. Do you know what I mean? Like they don't want to come in. If they're working, if they're effectively working from home, then they don't need to come in and moan the whole way through my shift that I have to be there for. Like, go home. I don't care. Just, just I, go I get it for the synergy. I do get it. Because if you never talk to your colleagues or see them in person, it's really hard to build relationships. That mm-hmm. is just like a fact about the human brain. But like at the same time, I don't, I don't know. I don't like interface with people that way. And I feel like it would be better invested like doing happy hours and like team building activities. Mm. you know it's just like casual conversation I like I really feel like what it is is it's like the ability for an executive to walk up to your desk and instantly get what they need from you than them having to pick up a phone or send an email I truly feel like that's like what the culture is I find it funny because like all of my team is super spread out like most of my team is up north and then we have a two like we have three other people that are like south of me so and then there's like one person that's based actually based out of my office and like my boss is trying to get like everyone to go in at least like two days a week but i have no reason to because no one is at my office so literally he's not pushing it no one's pushing it for me to go in i'm just chilling at home (laughs) i don't i don't know i don't get it i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna play the game and i'm gonna trust that everyone knows what they're talking about i just you know this isn't the job i'm gonna work at for the rest of my life you know this is gonna be a stint there will be bigger and better things on the horizon so just embracing it for what it is and trying to get as much out of it as possible. I do think the fact that working from home has been such a a big thing because of COVID has been really good for people like to have, well, for some people anyway, to have a better work-life balance. I know other people have probably gone the other way working from home. Um, But also like, I'm hoping it will eventually be where we can be a bit more flexible with things because I feel like at the moment a lot of companies are very rigid with like hours with where you have to work with everything and like really like if if a company if the hours and stuff aren't working for you what are you going to do you're going to find another job you're not going to be happy like I think that companies should be thinking more about how to keep the people they've got happy because that's a lot of training and resources that you're then going to have to spend elsewhere for someone else to then not be happy and also you're losing all those years of knowledge as well so honestly yeah exactly that do you find do your guys's companies pay for um like personal development things for you like do they pay for you to have online memberships to things like Masterclass or Lindy or like can you go to in-person events for personal development stuff that they'll pay for? Um uh, yes and no for my company. Like what about you, Blaze? we don't have big stuff, but like they'll pay for like a forum for marketing, you know, if I ask. It's yeah, same. But I yes, mean non-work related no. things, like just straight up personal development, like if you're like I no. want to go, no. No, I've um, never worked for a company that did personal development. It was always something related to work. Even my husband's company's giant. They only do work related. Huh. Yeah, mine does work related, but not nice. personal. The only technical thing I've done that could be technically personal is um, the first aid, but that's because they needed a first aider, but I could technically use that anywhere. Yeah. My mom's company used to pay for everyone to have like an online membership where they could take any kind of class, um, like a class on literally whatever. It it could be anything. Um, And then if you like submitted a certificate that you did a class, they like gave you a gift card, (laughs) even if it wasn't something related to your job. That's amazing. We had something like that and we're supposed to have LinkedIn learning or something. Yeah, like LinkedIn learning too. But it's like, I think... Right now, my work is in the process of changing who they use for stuff like that. So right gotcha. now, there isn't one. But there Cause, was. Because <laughs> that can be really helpful. I don't know. I've always wanted to sign up for Masterclass. But that's, like, something where the price on that has, like, greatly deterred me. Because it's, it's super so expensive. expensive. Mm-hmm. But I feel like more companies should be doing things like that. Because if you're, like, going to incur it, like, 
if you're not feeling super great at your job, but your job was like, hey, you can go like take this class and it could be like whatever you want, right? That might inspire you to get more into like a learning mode where then you maybe feel really good and accomplished and fun and excited that you learned a new thing that maybe you want to learn something more about your work. Like I feel like it has compounding effects. Also, like, it makes you feel like your company gives a shit. Yeah. About but you. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's something good about like learning things makes me feel really good and accomplished. Like, especially when I like figure something out that I was like really technical or hard and I'm like, whoa, like I did this. It like feels really great. So I don't know. <laughs> we should be encouraging more people to continue learning things. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the time companies maybe are like, oh, we don't want to help people's personal development because what if they leave us but honestly like I feel like that's a really negative kind of way to yeah to go about it and I do feel you're right though like how how much happier would you feel in a company if they wanted you to like flourish in your exactly. like, personal development as well as your like work and I mean how good... I hope it's not that I feel like it's just budgetary like how why good... would a company pay for personal development because think about it like this, they're investing in their communities. If you're investing in the people of your community or just any community to be better, to flourish, to be healthier, to be happier, that's just like a good for the world. And like, if more people did that and really cared about people, <laughs> we'd be a lot no, better I, off, I think. I agree entirely. I just don't see a company doing it for personal stuff, like work stuff, like work related. Absolutely. They want you to learn the skills to be a more valuable asset and to grow as like an industry member. But that's, I feel like that's just why you never see personal development stuff. They'd rather you invest your time in career specific. Yeah, but I think they're missing out because if you did invest in people and got them to be excited about just their lives in general, I think you'd have happier, better workers. <laughs> The only thing our work has done, which I was actually really surprised at, um, we've got this, like, I guess, technically mental health kind of um, website that we can go on if we want to. And, like, um, they do, like, webinars, I guess. Um, and they talk about things like seasonal depression or, like, um, oh, what else was One of them was, like, um, managing, like, stress at work and things like that. And, like, I, I saved the, like, like paper like um information about it oh i haven't actually managed to figure out where the live streams are to watch them. <laughs> like the recordings of them so that's something i need to like try and figure out but i just think that's a really nice touch because it kind of shows that like it's, they kind of care a little bit about your mental health i guess like which i feel like most companies should anyway because if they help look after your mental health then like you're more likely to be in the office and not like taking time off to like from burnout or looking like having to like look after yourself yeah I we have like mental health resources I feel like that's part of um insurance companies that offer like if your company offers insurance like the what is it uh it was EOC employee opportunity center or EAC employee assistance center if you're having like a mental health crisis or like a an emergency you're like someone in your family gets in like a bad car accident they'll give you like grief counseling um I've seen stuff like that I don't think we have insurance like that in the UK maybe but that does sound like a really like helpful thing because like yeah do you guys feel like the best way to learn personal development on your own is like through therapy or do you prefer doing like self-guided with like reading books and articles and videos like what's your favorite way to um work on yourself i guess all of them really like cheapest possible way <laughs> in the beginning anyway until yeah you want to start like digging into it i do find though with therapy it can help me realize things that i like i'm interested in that i didn't like know like straight away like a lot of the time when I'm talking to my therapist, things like come out that I'm, I didn't realize like that I was going to talk about in depth. And then I'm like, oh, actually, maybe this is something I want to work on a bit more. Or, you know, like my therapist might go, oh, um, tell me more about that. And then I'll go, oh, okay. And then I'll talk more about the like topic. And I'll be like, actually, I think I want to like learn more about this. Or I think I want to like, like develop this more or look into it more. And it could just be like, things I want to change in myself like um 
you know, like working on things like, why do you react that way to that? Or why do you do this? But also sometimes it can be like, um, you know, like activities like, oh, you, you talked about like going to the cinema. Why don't you try going to the cinema by yourself a bit more? Um, you know, if no one wants to go with you and being like, oh, yeah, I guess like that's a thing people can do. Like, okay. You know what's so funny? I literally like have the same experiences with my therapist. Like, it's like I just need her to tell me that like it's okay to do something and then I'm like, oh, okay. Like, uh, like just like with the cinema, like you might not have ever thought to go by yourself, but just when your therapist is like, why don't you try this? You're like, oh, it feels so easy. All right. I guess I'll try that. I don't know why I didn't think of that before, but I find like therapy especially is if you, if you're in a privileged place and you can get therapy, um, yeah. it's a really good way to like hold up a mirror to like the things that you need to work on that you don't even realize. <laughs> and now I love going to see all by myself. Like no one can see me cry. No one's like like looking at me. I'm a I'm a crier when I watch films. Like <laughs> I just feel them. And I like being able to do that without any judgment and just I'm the same way, Dana. Them. I just let me cry, okay? It took me yeah. so long to even feel comfy like bawling my eyes out at home. And it's just so nice and freeing to like come out. No one knows you, and you're like, okay, yeah, actually, that was a really amazing film. I loved it. All the emotions, and then you're like, ah, now I can just go about my day without someone being like, oh, you cried at that film. <laughs> yeah, my therapist is. I feel like just like I'm I'm just like constantly checking with her like is this okay is it all right that I do this like is this normal <laughs> just the other day I was like I'm having so many struggles of like thinking I need to be more productive and she was like you don't need to be productive all the time it's totally fine to not be productive and so then like like I'm like oh okay so now I just like am not worried about how productive I'm being like literally it just took her being like yeah you don't have to you don't have to think about that or like stress about that all the time and I was like oh okay I guess I won't like <laughs> you feel that's something a lot of people struggle with as well because like you're constantly like feeling guilty for taking time out for yourself or yeah like, playing Animal Crossing say uh-huh and you should not you should no. not at all feel guilty about doing that at all you bought the game like fucking play it and enjoy yourself and have an amazing time doing it don't feel bad the whole time sometimes i'll even be like watching a twitch stream and like maybe i have my notion up and i might be like slowly working on something but i'm kind of like not really doing anything like, i'm kind of just sitting and like listening to the stream and maybe chatting and like if i'm at home and i used to feel so bad about doing that i'd be like i'm doing nothing right now and then now i'm just like all right you're just chilling it's okay to chill you don't have to feel like you need to constantly be doing something it's fine yep. to just sit and watch a show i, I mean if it stresses like... you out and you feel like you're doing too much of it start tracking the time i block time on my calendar and if things get moved around I just shuffle the time around and then I have a very accurate representation of what I accomplished that day and then at the end when I feel like I did fuck all I just go back and look and it's like well you only took like a full like 30 minutes total today to dick around on TikTok like oh yeah relax (laughs) and uh, something that sticks with me a lot is um like if you don't rest like your body will do it for you so I always try and like remind myself if I am resting or if I am doing something like taking time out and thinking, well, if I didn't do this, like I would be forced to like, my body would force me to take like time to stop and it would be way worse because I probably have a migraine and feel like shit, at least, at least by taking time out myself, I'm feeling happy and like playing Animal Crossing probably. <laughs> I, I think I am very different from you guys in this aspect i like my mom she constantly is going she's constantly doing things my dad very often has to tell her to like sit down and to just chill i am very much like her in some ways because like i'm I am constantly doing things or like I have a lot on my plate that I like to do, but I'm also very much like my dad in the fact that I do not feel guilty, guilty for just sitting around and doing nothing. 
That's so like, good. Like I, I never oh have God. that. That's so good. <laughs> and uh, it's you like got it in nurture verse and nature. Like you got the yeah. the nature of your mom to be like that, but you got the nurture of your dad to be like, whoa. Like they're both in you. I love that. Yeah, exactly. And then I think I'm also just like a very self-reflective type of person in the first place. So I feel like naturally I'm just constantly kind of changing and adapting and I'm not really putting like thought and effort into it. It just kind of happens. That's really good. I have to put like a conscious thought behind like when I want to, when I want to grow, when I want to like learn, practice something like I used to be so, um, anxious attachment with my husband like literally he would be like I'm going to hang out with my guy friends and I'd be like can I come can I please come like can you please let me come like I don't want to be here at home by myself like thinking back to like the stuff I used to say I was like I was so not in a good place like I would never imagine from you and him like dating at yes such a young age yes it definitely like it, it we have been dating since we were like 15 16 and we like broke up before but for sure it's like a very childish way to have a relationship but I was also kind of like that with my parents growing up I think I just tended to have an anxious attachment um and I was like that with friends like I was like don't leave me like don't forget about me like I'm here and now I'm like whoo I would never if he was like oh I'm going to hang out with the guys I would never be like oh can I come like and I used to just be like please don't leave me can I please come like please and they would be like they would be doing something I didn't even want to do but it was just like I didn't want to be by myself and like seeing how much I've changed, like it's like I I did that all on my own, just like working through it personally, and it was not easy. <laughs> I do I feel like well. knowing like how unhealthy it is too. Like it kind of like I didn't even realize brain. it till I was talking to my sister about her anxious attachment, and I was like, whoa, what? <laughs> like I remembered how I used to be all of a sudden, and I was like, wow, I've come a long way. <laughs> It's, Verona and I hate it. We hate being apart. Like, the days I'm in the office suck because I don't get to see him all day. And then we just, like, we'll send each other, like, little Discord messages like, man, I miss you. <laughs> like, I wish you could just pop into my office and be like, hi. And I'd be like, hi. And then you just, like, fuck off. Like, it's great. <laughs> I miss it. But it's it's not it's not good to be that dependent. So I, I love... try to embrace my time apart. I love being away because then it makes you excited to come back. It's like half the fun of going on vacation for me is coming back and sleeping in my bed the first night I get home. That is like, oh, be home. Yeah. And I have to leave. Like, I want to be home too. That's why we have separate rooms. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> I love leaving for work. It's very nice. It's like, but I also have a very nice work environment. So that would not be the case if I didn't have a nice work environment. But it's nice to just like get out and do my own thing and you know, work on whatever I want. And then I come home and I'm like, oh, hi, hello, you're here. <laughs> you that. I have wondered, like, would I be so adverse to leaving my home if I had, like, not a fucking cubicle to go sit in? No, for two it days? makes a massive difference to your workspace for sure. I, honestly, that's why I love home. Cause, like, you know, I'm, I'm in my digs. I have everything I need. I've got the screens, I've got the stuff, I've got the media, I've got the quiet. I don't have a door anymore, but I had a door. <laughs> I do feel like um, working on yourself as an adult, you do have to have like some sort of like self-awareness because like I found like a lot of the time when I was younger, like teenage, you know, like classic teenagers thinking they're like already adults, but actually they're like super immature and don't have a fucking clue what's going on. (laughs) Yeah. But like that was me. And I used to think I had like all my shit together. And then like, obviously I didn't. Dana, like, and do you, do you know what's funny too? Like five years from now, you're gonna look back at you now and be like, "Wow, I seriously thought I had all my shit together because it keeps happening. Keeps happening. As you get older, every time you look back on like a past version, you're like, "Wow, I really thought I had it together." And then like five years later, you're like, "Wow, I really thought I had it together." Then it never stops. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Um. But I do feel like um, 
for me, therapy really helped. Um, but like, I feel like as well, as you have more like mature friendships, you kind of learn from your friends as well. And like, if you have that kind of open communication where your friend can say like, hey, like, like this isn't healthy or something like that can really help you with like your perspective and like what you need to work on because I think a lot of the time like when you're younger you can think actually I'm fine like nothing's wrong like this is just the way I am and then like oh yeah actually the way that you are is um is is um it's called anxiety um you know (laughs) or depression (laughs) or whatever yeah yeah for me it was like oh I'm always been this way and then my doctor was like you have anxiety and I was like oh you mean this isn't my personality oh okay then I'm like rude I I feel like I feel like it's just being human half the time I feel I feel like we try to boil it down into too many labels like you're just being human let's be human I do agree um, on what you said, though, about, like, thinking your identities are, are, like, your personality. Like, it takes somebody pointing things out to you sometimes for you to be like, wait a second. That And that's why I think – I used to, like, think all the time when I was, like, 16 and 17, I would be like, who am I? Like, I really wrestled over that question. Like, I wanted to know, like, what does it mean to, like, know yourself? And now I know as an adult that just means, like, knowing your interests and your character and, like, what you like to do and, uh, like, stuff like that. It's, like, not this giant complex question that you need. And it's always changing. It's always changing. Who you are is forever going to be like, I believe you are somewhat similar at your core, right? Like we all have a core of who we are. But outside of that, like, if you look at me now, and me 10 years ago, two very, very different people. Like at the core, are we the same? Yeah. But like our actions and our the way we speak and the things that we believe in and our values, completely different, completely different. Yeah, I agree. Like, I gave up a lot of things that I used to enjoy as like a kid when I like, became a teenager. Because I was like, well, that's babyish. And I was very much like, trying to be very mature. And now I've kind of like abandoned that. And I'm just like, very unapologetically myself. Like I like things just because I like like Scooby Doo and things. I don't really give a shit what people think anymore about that. Like I like it. And that's just the way that it is. Um, I mean, I wish I was that for everything, but but for now, like, I'm still I'm still in my like um, development stage. I feel. <laughs> I think that's the, the the one of the hardest things, but one of the best things is to learn, like, what do you actually like, and to like just like that stuff shamelessly. Like, who cares what it is? I have a room full of plushies and I'm almost 30 years old. Like, some people might look at that and be like, whoa, what is wrong with her? But that doesn't matter because I'm living my best life over here and I don't really care what strangers think. Yeah, and, like, who cares? Like, at the end of the day, do you enjoy it? Yes, brilliant. Carry on doing it then. Like, Yeah. The self-awareness, though, is important and it – I don't remember what like clicked it on for me. Honestly, I think it like what started my like self-awareness, self-healing personal development journey was like seeing little things on Instagram where it'd be like a little quote and it just like seeing small bits of media that kind of just like got you thinking about things you might not have thought about before. Yeah, I feel like my first start for me was um, leaving secondary school and leaving like all these friends I was with like and then like becoming like going to college um, and like being myself, finding new friends, having a bit more of like a, a mature friendship group or like not even really a friendship group. It wasn't like a clicky thing. It was just like a couple of friends that I used to talk to and stuff and like being allowed to just like be by myself as well and like allowing myself to be by myself and not being like, oh, I don't want to be by myself doing things um, really helped. And also like, I very much got into like self-help books when I was at college like I was very much like oh this self-help book is really helpful like I had a little book of confidence and then like um feel the fear and do it anyway and I do feel like I still kind of like self-help books um I think I've got I think one they're helpful yeah I've got I one of them great that's like um 
the um magic art of not giving a fuck or something and yeah the subtle art that's a great book yeah i love it that book helped me a lot (laughs) i haven't read that book but i want to (laughs) i honestly feel like you already do a lot of the stuff in there i don't know like you probably because when i read it it was like oh yeah i'm doing all of this okay cool great awesome i'm gonna keep doing this that's like how it was (laughs) when i was like this is just like i love when things are like you're doing the thing and i'm like yes i'm doing it so (laughs) i i think a lot of my self-awareness comes from having like a lot older brothers like my brothers and i age difference is nine and eleven years apart that's a lot that's that's a big gap so yeah that probably does help a lot oh yeah because i watched the heck out of them and what they did wrong (laughs) and i uh i made my judgments very very quickly so like growing into adulthood has been easy for me yeah because of that I would say that, like, I about you, that you just seem like you, you, I don't know, like, you're doing good. Like, <laughs> you're, you're like an exemplary young adult who's, like, taking care of the things and doing the things, and you're not, like, you're not, you're, like, the only one out of us, I feel like, who's never, like, oh, I'm so fucking depressed right now. Like, yeah, like. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I get depressed and shit, like, this weekend has been, like, rough, and, I mean, I talked to you about it, but, like, when, when I am in those types of mindsets, I feel like it's for a good reason, and it's not, it's not just, like, my brain just being shit. Yeah, if that yeah. makes sense. And you seem like you take care of yourself when you are in those, like, not-so-great spots. Yeah, I just try to be kind to myself. Because, I mean, like, I know I would... I listen to my own advice. I would tell everyone else if they're having a shit day to be kind to yourself and to do things that you like. So I just that's, try to do the same thing. That's really, really good. I think it also depends on how open you are. Like, if, you, if you're someone who will say, like, I'm having a really bad, like, mental health day today, like over someone who just like doesn't like fucking tell anybody and like just sits there and like what I imagine to be like a dark room like rocking back and forth like just <laughs> feeling shit. Um like they're, they're two very like different, you know, if you're open to people and you've got that friendship group or you've got those people that you can talk to when you're feeling shit, I feel like it's a lot more helpful than like being alone and not talking to anybody and just like being alone with your thoughts. I'm definitely the type of person who's like very open about my thoughts like even as a child like I would talk to my mom about things that were bothering me so I guess it comes from that honestly because my parents are very like they're not judgmental at all yep healthy because they've fucked up and they're basically like we we've pretty much done everything that you could do so learn from us kind of mentality that's how it should be that's how it should be you know so many parents are so judgmental but like what did you do when you were a teenager because i know you were a little shit if it tells you anything my mom wasn't a preacher's daughter but she was very close she basically was (laughs) so there's a stigma around that I do feel sad for people though that are unable to open up about like just like even to themselves there are people that like struggle and they can't even like to themselves be able to kind of say like I'm struggling or like be able to even say to like their partner or like their friends like hey guys I'm really struggling I need to like to talk to somebody and like I feel like as you grow like not just grow up in like age but like grow as a person I feel like that does get easier to like talk about. I think self-growth goes hand in hand with your communication. And I think the more that you learn to communicate better with yourself, the more you communicate better with others. I think that's all tied into how self-aware you are, how your growth is, because that's so important for relationships. So I feel like it really is, does go hand in hand. You learn to like just talk better to everyone including your own brain i can agree with that i agree with that completely and i have to want to function in society 
And, like, I'm not great at, like, and I don't mean, like, words. Like, my grammar sucks. I don't know words. I'm not great with vocabulary. I just mean, like, actually communicating things, like, in the best way that you can. Like, it doesn't have to be perfect. I don't, I don't know English very well, but I can, I can try to communicate my feelings and be open with people as best I can. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's starting all that conversation is the, is the communication, really, however yeah. you start it. Yeah. You, that goes for anything, too, Blaze. All you can do at the end of the day is try your best. And whatever your best is that day, like, that's okay. That's fine. Yep, that's something that I feel like my parents kind of ingrained in my head as well, is all you can yeah. do is your best. So. Yeah. That's like my and sometimes your best on some days, throwing it out there, coming from the fucking overachiever, can be 16%. Bruh, yeah. that's fine. It can be 10% sometimes. Sometimes don't make a out of it, you know? If it bothers you, just try. I don't know. Try. <laughs> Does anybody want to share how they faked it this week? I can go first if nobody else has anything. Just the usual, you know, I'm a marketing director. That's what I am. That's what I am. I definitely faked it this week because I did not want to do my stream at all on Saturday, yesterday. And I did it anyways, and it was fine. And I was just like, you just got to do it, and you'll be okay. And so that was for sure me faking it, and then it was fine. So... Yeah. I feel like that's been the vibe with a few of us lately, just kind of looking at Twitter. Like, I haven't really been up to it. I'm just like, I don't know what I'm going to do. But then it ends up being, like, still the best stream ever. So it's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Gotta fake it sometimes. Make it happen. <laughs> I feel like as a streamer, you do end up faking it quite a lot. Because, like, how many of us look at that, like, going live button and we're like, oh god and then like you press it and then you're in your little like um starting singing screen and you're just like okay right and then by the time you get there and you're talking to people you end up feeling a lot better anyway but like god yeah there's some days where i'm like fuck now i do not want to go live right now i just feel like shit but then most of the time i feel like we're all very open with our audience we don't really put on a persona so like you could very well just say hey i just feel like crap today um so yeah, let's just vibe with it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I totally I, agree. I used to have that, like, happen a lot where, like, I didn't want to stream, but we would go live. But I, I think lately, since I now stream at a much different time, I can easily use work as an excuse, even if I am or not <laughs> yeah. actually doing something at that time. That's true. Um. I will say usually when I do cancel is for legit reasons, but <laughs> sometimes, and that's another way of faking it. Like sometimes you don't want to, sometimes you don't want to tell people the reason that you're canceling. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, I don't know. I try to be as honest as I can, but there's for sure been times where like I wasn't. And I feel like that's sometimes you just got to do what you got to do to like feel okay. <laughs> Hey, you know and what? that's fine. Don't worry about it. They, they don't need to know. Yeah, you're not hurting <laughs> anyone, right? You know, it's not like you're telling people, like, something terrible. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I always feel like I don't want to stream when I'm having stream issues. Like, I had issues with my mic for, like, a month. And, like, the whole time I was like, okay, yeah, I'm okay to, like, stream. But, like, I just yeah my mood every time like I got off that stream and found out that um you know that this, the mic was off again I was just like you know what I really can't be fucking bothered to do this anymore but then I like pushed through it um and now we're okay when we were having tech issues for like a month straight or something like that I swear I wanted to legit like just trash everything quit uh... streaming all together it was I was angry. It was like every single time I opened OBS, there was some sort of problem. Like my camera would go out, Reagan's camera would go out. That it was just problem after problem. 
that is the biggest freaking struggle, I swear, because it's so true that it just makes you want to flip your desk, like literally just flip your desk, like that's the rage that I feel when stuff doesn't work, and man, as a streamer, you know what, I will say, it is a good journey of self-growth. Because you you are forced to face really hard poopy situations all the time. It's like extremely rewarding and fun, but then also sometimes you just need to flip your desk and like chuck your PC out the window. I, I swear to, I, I I'm gonna fucking end up quitting Twitch and just doing like Instagram like in <laughs> talk and make videos because like the level of fucking production that I have on this desk and the number it's crazy. of issues I run into. I just, why? Why did I do this? <laughs> how do you, um, Dana, how did you fake it? I mean, um, like, I've been doing, I don't know if it counts as faking it or not, but like, um, I was in like quite a bad place of work where I wasn't taking my lunch breaks. I wasn't leaving on time. I was leaving, like, I finished at five and I was like, um, finishing at like quarter past five, half past five, sometimes later if, um, if a courier hadn't come in time. And like, like now I take my switch to work and I play Animal Crossing in my lunch break so that I don't get interrupted well even if I do get interrupted like I then go just back to my game like I'm not like oh well I might as well check the emails and deal with something else I'm very much like I am playing Animal Crossing and stuff because like I was getting headaches all the time migraines all the time and I just wasn't like taking any time out sometimes I would just completely skip lunch because I'd be like well I don't have time because now this meeting's come up or this has come up like so yeah I definitely feel like I've got a better handle on that I am leaving as close to five as like I can like you know obviously I'll wrap things up and things but I'm not like feeling obligated to stay any later than like I need to um so I feel like I don't know if that counts as faking it, but like that has been something that I've been working on lately that's been helping. That's um, huge. You should be proud of yourself because that is like really hard to break out of, I feel like. And you just like, ba-bam. So that's amazing. Well, I was getting like headaches nearly every other day, a migraine at least once a week, if not twice a week. I was having to cancel my Friday or Saturday stream was quite frequently being canceled because I was just like, I had such bad migraine I just could not stare at a screen for that long and like I know we don't put on a persona but like there's like a certain level of energy you need to stream and like being like oh I feel so awful like the whole time is not really a stream that I would want to watch like so you know so yeah definitely like changing um a lot of things in my lifestyle like at work for sure taking more vitamins that are helpful for migraines making sure I'm taking care of myself has been really helpful unfortunately yesterday I had like the worst migraine ever but I was really stressed with my pc because um, I upgraded a load of parts and then Windows 10 didn't work and I lost half my stuff but then I found half of my stuff and um really great thing about xbox game pass and stream uh, steam and all that they save your like cloud saves so i didn't lose any of my save files which was amazing because that was one of the things i was really like worried about so yeah i'm like ready to carry on faking it for next week now <laughs> so yeah definitely definitely been faking it and um happy to continue faking it for the rest of next week and the next week and the next yeah. week and the next week and the and week the after that week. always forever <laughs> two months forever. Forever. <laughs> probably <laughs> continuously faking it really fake <laughs> it till you make it <laughs> i i feel like i feel like honestly i have been thinking about like made it what I, we i feel like you have done the thing you have made it on to the next thing until you have made it <laughs> Yeah, I feel like you've never truly made it because once you finish that thing, there is always something else that you want to do. I mean, that's what growth is, isn't it, really? You're never really finished growing as a person. It's a good sense of accomplishment, though, when you can, like, I did it. Yeah. Um, So thank you guys so much for listening in. We hope you found some value. Join us on Discord to access resources mentioned in each episode and find your people. Next episode is how to keep house while drowning, a struggle young adult guide, struggling young adult guide to being an adult without falling apart. Bye.